Hey everybody, I'm Trisophine Millies and this is Ninth Arcana, a tarot podcast. Today we're talking about the Three of Wands. I feel especially out of practice today. Got a lot going on and I'm super stressed out. So this episode, I'm going to start with the intention that this will be good and resonating for anyone that listens to it. The wands are the suit of fire, of spark and inspiration, of magic too. Magic wands and the sticks that you put into your backyard fire, they essentially do the same thing. They act as a catalyst for the chain reaction that brings about the change. The number three is my number. Everything comes from 369. Look up what Nikola Tesla said about it. Three is manifestation. It's the magic becoming a tangible thing in the real world, in this dimension. It's the ability to touch what you've wished for. Let's look at the cards. The Aquarius and the Waitsmith show a person standing with his back to us. He's in frame with three wands, two of which are standing on their own and one that he's holding up with his right hand. The impression that I immediately get from this is that the two other have already been set up. He's propped them up. He doesn't need to hold them physically or in his mind any longer. These wands are rooted. Lots of the card, the ground and the sky is yellow. Yellow is the color of confidence. Just oozing bright sunlight and warmth. He's feeling pretty good about himself right now. His cloak is red or red and pink. His scarf or whatever the thing is around his shoulder is green. Red is the power. Red is power and authority. Pink is the color of connection to the universe. The green is heart and good intention. Not in the way that white is good intention. With white, it means that you're thinking that you're doing the right thing, even if it's misguided. It's innocence and like ignorance. Green is about moving from the heart, doing the most loving thing. His back is to you because he doesn't need your approval. He no longer is taking opinions. He doesn't care how you feel about it because it's already in motion and all of the decisions have already been made. The Morgan Greer is similar, but it feels more heavy. This deck's colors sometimes give me an ominous feel. It's not a light and fun deck. It's serious. The subject is in the middle of the frame again. His back is to us, but he's looking to the left. You can see that he's very serious. He's holding one wand. One is on his other side, so you're not sure if he's holding that with his hand or not. And one is at his back. The wand that is at his back is his motivation. That wand is the driving force, it's the idea. It's the spell that keeps him moving in this direction. He is on a helmet because his head is protected. You're not gonna change his mind. These characters are also in front of us because they're leading us, they're in charge. The mythic shows a man giving his crown away. The one holding the swords now has all three in his hand. He's not excited about this offering. He seems like he's taking aback but the royal in purple is begging him to take it. The contrast of the purple and orange is pretty great here. The purple is the color of magic and unknown. The unknown is surrendering to the confidence and the warmth. He's definitely going to take the crown, but he's not sure what he's even agreeing to. Because he depends on his courage, all that yellow and orange, he's gonna just go blindly into this new responsibility. The Wild Unknown shows three wands in a triangle that are bound at the intersections. In the center is the rainbow. 
all of the colors are present, which means all things are possible, and they all happen within the portal that's created by the three wands. It's like a scrying bowl or a crystal ball. Not only are all things possible, but they're already in the works. The line strider has two stacks. One is laying, looking to the right, and one is standing with its back to us. The line strider guidebook says that this card is a good omen for business, potential allies and partners. It's time to lay out your plans for the future. The colors here are deep blues and purples, not the bright yellows and oranges. The blue and purple are the color of the unknown, of the deep seas, of the unconscious. This is the realm of manifestation and creation. It's the part where we can't see the path, but we can imagine the destination. The Holly Simple shows three wands, one up higher than the others with his eyes closed, and the two others with their eyes open. The one on top has his head in a black triangle. This makes me think again of manifestation and meditation. This is simply taking the time to be intentional about what you want and where you intend to go. The Luna Soul shows three wands as a bridge. It's interesting, I immediately think of a triangle if I think about three parts. But the fact that the three can be added to the ground to make a square means that stability can be created within the wands instead of the rising energy that the triangle gives. It's the difference of acceleration and stability and rootedness. He's sitting on the bridge looking into the water, into that vast possibility, the unconscious of water, and he's sitting in his purple jacket. The vastness and the stability, their possibilities, their options. Being open and ready is always a good thing. The Three of Wands is about opportunity. These cards show me that looking into openness and daydreaming is always the way to go. It takes no money, no effort to just think about what you want, to hold the ideas and the dreams in your mind. This is now the daydreaming card for me. I get that the idea of manifestation is iffy. I think that it might be possible that we create our own reality, but I also know that maybe I think this because I'm white and middle class. You cannot daydream yourself out of systematic oppression. Only revolution and action can do that. But in all situations, I think it's important to be clear about what you want, where you want to be in your life. I realize that my privilege is that I'm able to create art and spend time on my interests instead of working two jobs to feed my kids. I also realize that I have multiple mental illnesses or personality disorders, and because of that, I sometimes have a pretty hard time doing my life. What I want out of my time changes based on where I am in my recovery and what my specific needs are at the time. All I'm really saying is spend the time to get to know who you are so that when your dream or even just a simple opportunity comes up, you can know for sure if you're saying yes because you want it or because you think you should want it. And this goes for all aspects of life because it is necessary to know what you want. That's my three of wands. Next week, I'll talk to you about the ten of pens. You can follow me on Instagram as Ninth Arcana Podcast to see the cards and follow along with them. You can follow me on Spotify or rate and review if you feel so inclined. If you like this podcast, the rating means more people will see it. Okay, thanks. Love you. Bye.
Ninth Arcana is created, written, produced, and edited by me, Teresa Fien Millies. Thank you for listening. <laughs>